Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michaels Show, hour number two, coming up here in about 20 minutes. Tyler Dunn, GoLongTD.com, is going to join us regarding the article in which Bob McGinn on GoLongTD.com said the, quote, Packers are disgusted with Rodgers and going to move on. And uh, like I said, I, uh, I, it's Bob again. So, I mean, up until this point, nobody's really quoted anybody. They've just kind of given their opinion. This, though, coming from Bob is pretty strong, and it's kind of tough to ignore. So um, the whole weekend was filled with, hey, Bill, you know, are you still on the 60% Rodgers is back? I am. I am. I, I, still, I, I still believe that this is – we've got a lot of air outside of 1265. A lot of it where a lot of people are giving a lot of opinions and there's a lot of fatigue. And I think that um, it's still that we don't have as much coming out of Packers camp or Rogers camp and Rogers has been pretty quick to scorn those that have pointed fingers and said that this is the opinion and that's the opinion and what Rodgers is going to do. and I mean, right down to the, the pettiness of the actual date that he's going into the darkness. Um, this, though, is kind of tough to ignore. I, I, I guess part of me wants to believe that he could possibly be back, but I agree with the article 100% that there is this, this thought that uh, when you go with that that pro football article, um, pro football talk, and, and with Bob McGinn, when they talked that uh, this past year he didn't work hard. They thought he just kind of showed up, and he wasn't in the best possible shape. He kind of blew off the offseason program and just wants to do his own thing. And I, I have been steadfast from the beginning. If you've listened to me from the night that the Packers lost to the Detroit Lions. From that time forward, I have 100% been steadfast in saying, I think he'll be back, but I only want him back if he's committed. I've said from the beginning, Brian Gutekinds, you'll, you'll leave him alone, give him a month, month and a half, whatever it happens to be. You say, Aaron, you go do your thing. We're good with you. You go do your thing. Here's what we want from you. And then you go out and you visit him and you say, how you doing? How you feeling? Boy, the air out here is great. Uh, the view out of your, you know, the back deck of your house here in Malibu is awesome. Look at the whales floating by. This is great. This is serene. This is peaceful. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks. We we only want you back if this. We want you for for the money we're paying you, but for the commitment to win a championship. Take the money out of this uh, out of the equation. We only want you back if, and the, the demands are. You're there for the OTAs. You're there for the mini camps. You're working with the young guys. You're working with our – if you want to be a part of the process and look at other wide receivers who we might take in the draft, who might work with you, who you think might be good, we'll send you the film on those guys. We want you to do a little work there. But when it comes to the offseason works and work at, works and workouts, we want the core. We want the legs. We want you to be working your ass off. I don't need you traveling the world, going to mountaintops and drinking ayahuasca and feeling the 100 hands of love and – all the other bull stuff that you're going through. What we need is you can do all that, but what we need is a guy that says every damn day, I'm waking up, I'm doing whatever it takes to get in the best possible shape of my life. Because we need the we need your legs under you. You weren't as elusive, you were slow, you looked old 
at the end of the season. To the eyeball test, to the average fan, to the scouts, everybody said you didn't look like, like you've lost it. And you're either going to get it back or we don't want you. Because we are looking to win a championship. We're not looking to coddle you. And if you're not in it to win a championship and you're not going to put your heart, soul, and body into it, then we don't need it. Then what are we doing? But if you're, if you're willing to commit, then we're all in. I've said that from day one. Now, whether or not they actually do that, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Coming up, Tyler Dunn here in, like I said, about 15 minutes. By the way, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles interviewed Jim Leonard. Yes! As they're, yeah, they're looking at filling their defensive coordinator position. So Jim Leonard, the 10-year NFL safety, worked in Wisconsin. He is now interviewed with the Eagles for their defensive coordinator position. So uh, Joe Barry is held on to like grim death, while Jim Leonard is uh, maybe, possibly, could be off to a team that was just uh, making an appearance in a Super Bowl. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. How about that, huh? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Um, meanwhile, all the speculation continues to circulate about who the perfect team would be for Aaron Rodgers and such and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And Derek Carr had a good interview, apparently, with the New York Jets, um, that which is you know, interesting in the sense that um, if they really believe that he could lead that team and they're close to making a deal, that would be indicative of the Packers possibly not moving on from Aaron Rodgers. Unless, of course, the uh, the Raiders have come strong with that seventh overall pick. So... Uh, Wayne says, uh, what people tend to forget is that, uh, because of Bostic that people forget we went one touchdown and five field goals against Seattle. It's obviously, uh, uh, because of the defensive performances that people forget we didn't score a single point until halfway through the third quarter against Atlanta and San Francisco. You can't have a 31 zip and 27 zip at both half times without two big fat zeros in 20 Rodgers had the ball in his hands on the eight yard line with the game on the line Lambeau field against Tampa. Uh, people blame Matt LaFleur for kicking the field goal. Uh, I'll, I'll take Wayne the, uh, the Tampa Bay game. I've said that. So you're preaching to the choir there, but again, I've said time and again, if you want to put all of the loss on Aaron Rodgers in the offense, you're erroneous. I thought it was one of the best coach game Mike, Mike McCarthy ever did, ever gave, when you're going up against that defense. You know, and it's not only because of Bostic. It was Julius Peppers telling Morgan Burnett to go down. It was uh, Micah Hyde not knowing where to be on the two-point conversion. It was uh, Mike McCarthy taking his foot off the gas in the third quarter with back-to-back uh, third-quarter drives in which they ran, 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 went three and out, three and out, and allowed Seattle to climb back into that thing. You forget about that too, Wayne. I don't see any that anywhere in your synopsis. Do you want to keep going? Because I can keep going because I was there. You know, uh, the final game in the last couple of years, that I'll give you. But don't act like that San Francisco game last year was all Rodgers. 
Because if you do, you're an idiot. If you remember how bad, how bad the special teams were. If you don't, if you want to ignore that, then, <laughs> then you're looking at it through I hate Aaron Rodgers glasses. So, but the focus on Devontae Adams as opposed to Lazard across the middle uh, being wide open, uh, I completely agree with you. San Francisco, late in that ballgame, I, I completely agree with you. But it was also the fact that, the, remember, they had offensive linemen that were coming back that they felt, yeah, okay, these guys can finally go. They're ready to go. We're all healthy now. And the offensive line that got them there, the offensive line that got them there, Matt LaFleur didn't go back to when it was clear the offensive line was rusty. They were getting their ass handed to them. All of that. And Matt LaFleur refused to change. So the um, the back and forth, it just depends on what you believe. If you are not a Rodgers fan, then you're going to say, okay, no big deal. Um, you know, like like Wilson, congrats on the Super Bowl 12 years ago. And I would love to know if, if it's just because of Rodgers or do you think that the organization didn't put enough around him? You know what I mean? Because if that's what you're, it, it, it's it's your if that's what you're believing, that it was all Rogers, then you are a really ignorant football fan. Do I think that he had a part of a hand in it? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Probably gets too much credit for winning the Super Bowl. I mean, I you don't you, he doesn't win the Super Bowl without Charles Woodson. He doesn't win it without Clay Matthews. He doesn't win it without Kevin Green telling Clay Matthews time to go get the ball. He doesn't win it without Nick Collins. He doesn't win it without Greg Jennings. He doesn't win it without, remember, Brian Balaga filled in because Mark Tauscher ended up going down with a knee injury. Brian Balaga had an amazing year, right? Do you, do you remember that, or you just kind of conveniently forget all that? So I, I there, there, there's a bias there, and I understand it, and it's a back and forth, and that's fine, but I everything you give me, I can refute. It's easy. When you want to put the blinders on, it's easy. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, coming up here in just a few, we got Tyler Dunn of GoLongTD.com going to be joining us. And obviously, it's the website uh, Bob McGinn writes for that uh, says that the Packers are, quote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. We're going to get clarity when we bring him on the program. This one's from uh, Arthur. Arthur says, uh, I think a lot of people just can't stand Rodgers because of the arrogance Rogers has begun to really wear on people and people are looking for reasons to get rid of him. Uh, the one that the one thing that I keep telling everybody is that's fine. But remember, whether you have Rogers or you don't, what it's like not to have a terrific quarterback or a Hall of Fame level of play. I don't know what Jordan Love is going to bring, but I can't imagine him being another Hall of Famer. Uh, and I've said that for a while. Said that for a while. And again, I'm not saying that you have to hold on to Rogers because of because of that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if there's a commitment there, then maybe you make an effort and you run it back one more time. There's a desire for that. Logic will tell you it's time. Logic will tell you, okay, it's time to move on. If you, But, uh, and again, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, if you feel that Jordan Love is the guy, I mean, hands down, he's the guy, then you blow Rodgers out. Then you, 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 it's time. You, you, you know, dump him. Because this is your first-round choice trade-up for a legacy. 
no matter what you've done in the past, no matter what you'll do in the future, it's about Jordan Love being the pick that really threw the monkey wrench in this organization for three, four years. It's just always been there grinding the gears. That's It's always been that, that, that irritant or perspective level of will they or will they not. Had that not happened, who knows where this team would be? Who knows what they would have done? And who knows if Rodgers would have come back with the intensity to win back-to-back MVPs? You know, maybe maybe Rodgers won the second one in a row and said, I got this, no big deal. I'm solidified, and maybe he did take last year off. I said he looked older. He looked For the first time in a while, he looked unelusive. Like he just couldn't get away from the rush anymore. Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Tyler Dunn, golongtd.com, is going to join us. We're going to get his thoughts as to what Bob McGinn had to write, and and we'll see what happens and see what he has to say because I, uh, it's uh, I'm looking forward. To, I've been looking forward all weekend to this conversation for sure. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. Go to Cunis.com or CunisRV.com to see what they have to offer. Cunis has got a, a really, really large selection, large lineup of vehicles, and all you got to do is check it out with it's Jayco, Alliance, Coachman, Catalina, Dutchman, Forest River, Gulfstream, Nexus, Thor, Heartland, uh, what is it, Crossroads, Keystone, Winnebago, uh, Redwood. Uh, there's just so much more. I could keep going. They carry them all at any one of their dealerships, and uh, if you're looking for the best-selling RV camper brands out there, fifth wheel, uh, travel trailers, motorhomes, they've got it. If you're looking to consign yours so you don't have to deal with people coming and kicking the tires this time of year, they can do that as well. If you want to store yours, they can do that as well. If you want to buy new, buy used, uh, whatever it happens to be, Cunis is your RV destination. I mean, hands down. And they continue to grow throughout the state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders. K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV. Dot com. Tyler Dunn, Go Long TD. Are the Packers disgusted with Rodgers? Next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Quick trip. I know they're putting the limit on it, but when you're talking bacon, 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 everything's better with bacon. We all know that. And a quick trip, they have the limit of two because uh, when they run this kind of a deal, it's fantastic. And people want to gobble it up, pardon the pun, but uh, they've got some bacon on sale. But uh, over the weekend, man, uh, Quick Trip was just awesome. I uh, did a lot of driving, a lot of running around, stopped into Quick Trip a couple of times. And whether it's grabbing a breakfast sandwich or picking up uh, a thing of milk, uh, grabbed a little bit of bread, uh, some of the wheat bread over the weekend, the quickery wheat bread, which is fantastic. And uh, we came home last night, sat down in the bar, got some work done. Uh, I was out. I had to pick up a six-pack of Bud Light, so went into the beer cave, did that. There's everything you can do at Quick Trip. Type in that Quick Rewards card, and you are good to go. Don't forget, when you use Quick Trip or you stop in, and you know they're, they're always glad to see you and always welcome you back again, but to, don't forget, use that Quick Rewards card and continue to earn yourself some discounts. Uh, lessen the pain at the pump, or maybe you just get something for free along the way. But uh, our friends at Quick Trip, it's always, always, always good, good stuff. Uh, let's do this. Let's bring in Tyler Dunn of GoLongTD.com. You can uh, get his stuff there and obviously read uh, the the comments from one Bob McGinn. Tyler Dunn joining us on now on the hotline. Ty, how you been, buddy? 
I really want to eat some bacon right now. I, I'd rather just talk about bacon. That was a nice uh, little piece <laughs> there. I'm going to have to stop. I don't have any quick trips. Uh, man, nicely done, Bill. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Um, man, I, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you and I were texting on Friday, and I had just gotten off the air and when everything was starting to break. And that has been the topic of conversation all weekend. Uh, I was in a charity event on Friday. I was out in Cedarburg for Winterfest on Saturday. Yesterday, a couple of different places. Everybody is talking about what Bob had to say. So let's start there because credential-wise, Bob McGinn, longtime writer, decades covering the Packers. And Bob doesn't use the words disgusted very often, does he? No. No, I I was uh, as floored as... Everybody else, uh, when we hit record on that podcast, had had no clue uh, where Bob was going to take things. You know, we had scheduled a wrap-up podcast at Go Long for, for weeks, and, and just kind of a scheduling issue. I was covering the, the rest of the NFL and obviously saw you down there in Phoenix at the Super Bowl. So we just kind of kept pushing it back, pushing it back, and decided on a you know Friday morning um, to, to hop on a Zoom and get it done. And right before... We hit record. He's like, hey, Teed, uh, you know, let's just let's break it up into a couple parts. So why don't we just do one on the quarterback? I, you know, heard some things and have some things to say. And uh, my jaw just about hit the hit the floor. I th- you know, I think we've kind of seen the tea leaves and, you know, a Schefter report here, a Rappaport report there, but nothing as strong as Bob put it, that they are fully prepared to move on from Aaron Rodgers, and regardless of money, regardless of trade compensation, uh, they believe in Jordan Love. Uh, they're moving forward with Jordan Love. I, I actually, ironically, I've been working on a Jordan Love story, which people can um, can get at GoLongT.com tomorrow morning if you subscribe. And, yeah, I, yeah, to listen to the whole podcast to, to hear Bob's full full analysis and full thoughts. But it is a combination. I'm sure uh, there's been a lot of paralysis by analysis of Bob himself these last few days. And, Obviously, he covered the team for decades, covered the league for decades, and he's not on the beat day to day, right? So you're not at the press conferences hearing every single word spewed at a podium. Um, There are downsides to that. There's also upsides. You're not part of the monolith, right? You can kind of think a little more independently. And telephones do exist, believe it or not. Bob Mm -hmm. has talked to scouts and coaches for years, for decades, I don't know anybody who's more connected than him. Uh, he has a feel for how this organization thinks, uh, dating back eras, let alone you know seasons. So, yeah, I, I've you know, I've worked with him, and and obviously he's a mentor. I admire him. He was, in many ways, a, a father figure for me out there at times living in Green Bay. Just an exceptional human being. Um, but he's also unbelievably connected, and I've I've haven't heard him. Um, believe something as strongly as as this i mean everybody that's that's heard his voice can hear for themselves so here's been my discussion because with the shefters and the rap reports i heard ross tucker and ross tucker was on my show out in super bowl and said the same thing but a lot of people are talking about the packers are ready to move on unequivocally they're done and and, but nobody had a source it was kind of like well, somebody said it, therefore it became a fact, and everybody started to kind of just expound upon somebody's idea as if it was fact. Bob's the only guy that I know that has kind of given us a source 
who says this then kind of makes my opinion like this. And he's actually talked to somebody behind the scenes or quoted somebody behind the scenes because Rogers made it clear that nobody in his camp is talking and, and that nobody would be talking or they wouldn't be in his camp or inner circle anymore. So when Bob says something like that, that's why, because to this point, you and I talked out at Super Bowl, and I said, look, 60% of me says he's still under center. If he wants to come back and he's going to put his heart and soul into it and his effort into it, then the Packers would probably bring him back. And I still kind of feel like that, but Bob's the only one that quotes somebody somewhere with that, that hierarchy that says, okay, we're, we're good to go. But you tell me, how much do you think they have a true belief that Jordan Love is the man? Or are they just so tired of the back and forth that if Rodgers is not committed, then they're just like, you know what, we'll just move on and see where the chips fall. Right. I'm sure that there's a lot of the the drama sprinkled in there, right? I'm sure that they're not fans of Rodgers talking about, you know, ayahuasca and 9-11 conspiracies and, um, you know, the – uh, misleading everybody with the vac stuff, but they kind of made their bet too. They they had that backdoor meeting ahead of 2021 and made made concessions and gave him a seat at the table and traded for Randall Cobb. So that was kind of all their own making. That Aaron Rodgers kind of has carte blanche. But I, I think that the, the the substance of the matter is Jordan Love is the fact that between year two and year three he made substantial strides. Um, we saw it in the Philly game. It was brief. Right, six, six and nine. Two of those incompletions were drops. Um, hit that back foot. The ball spitting out. He runs Matt Lafleur's offense. I, I, I think that's why Matt Lafleur is on board as well. He's what, fourteen, fifteen years younger. Um, so athletically, physically, he can do things Aaron Rodgers cannot right now. He's more bought in. Um, he's working with Steve Calhoun out west as personal quarterback coach. He's showing up to OTAs to minicamp. Um, Rodgers did not. I, I, I think that this young core receivers, look, they're coming up with Jordan Love. They're learning the offense with him. If they have a question, it's easier to go to Jordan Love. I've talked to some of them. Uh, it's just e- it's easier to have a, a conversation with Jordan Love about the offense than it is Aaron Rodgers because they're speaking the same language. It's not a knock on Rodgers. That's what made him so great with Greg Jennings, with Jordy Nelson, with Randall Cobb, with Devontae Adams, the tens upon tens upon tens of thousands of reps to just see something in the defense and know exactly what you're going to audible to. That is gone. Uh, you're, you're not going to replicate that unless you play another three, four years there with these young receivers. So everything points to Jordan Love being the guy because now he's applying everything that he did on the practice field to game day. And yet this is what I'll really get into uh, with my story tomorrow morning. But, you know, he got a lot of number one reps in practice toward the end of the season when Aaron's dealing with his injury. Um, Jordan was there at practice working with the ones. So they, they've seen it. And we were both talking to Charles Woodson there. You remember what Charles said? They, mm-hmm, they knew right. Aaron was ready because they saw it in practice. I think they've seen the same thing in Jordan Love. That just did. I mean, the defense knew, uh, you know, Charles knew. And then when we were in that locker room, people were talking about Rogers. I think Favre knew. Um, but I don't, yeah. that's just the thing with Jordan Love. I mean, you, until this year, you don't hear, the the defenders going wow love's just eating it up i mean oh my god he's so ready i mean it, it they just say yeah he'll be ready to go you know i mean it's it's not the endorsement that you were getting from a guy like woodson who was all- 
Famer, and he was already on his way to a Hall of Fame. He just needed a ring to solidify his career. You, you don't hear the same discussion. So I think Jordan Love's going to be good, maybe above average, serviceable. I don't know what kind of adjective you want to throw behind it. I can't imagine he's a Hall of Famer in waiting at, at this point. But I'll say, I'll say this, that I, I, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, it's, it, to me, had he been coming off of a season that, again, he was kind of up for an MVP and, and he was dragging this team across the finish line, then I think the, the narrative is different. But because he had a down year, I think everybody's ready to go, you know what, not only did you have a down year and you don't seemingly committed to it, but also you're arrogant about it. I'm wiping my hands of you. We'll talk to you later. That's the sentiment that I kind of get from fans. I get the same sentiment, and that's another huge uh, part of the equation, the fact that they were 8-9 last year, and he was dreadful at home against Detroit in that fourth quarter. Um, it's, it wasn't exactly you know, Brett Favre going 13-3, and Sportsman of the Year cover of SI in the NFC Championship game. No, it's, it, you, you've got the proof on the field. You, you see everything you need to see in his, his game alone, thought it was really interesting too where bob discussed uh you know the off-season regimen like that the packers believed he physically just didn't really take care of his body like he used to into this season is he gonna recommit and rejuvenate and be gung-ho in 2023 I, I, that's a gamble that, that that that's a gamble so there's a definitely a lot of moving parts and you know they definitely missed their boat to get all the first and second and third round picks they could desire if they ripped the band-aid up earlier but there's still time to see what you have in Jordan Love and everything that, you know, Bob heard is that this is Brian Gutekunst's call. I, and I think that it's everybody, Murphy, Gutekunst, LaFleur, that are kind of on board with this with, with this thing. And, and let's remember, they, they drafted him in the first round. It'd be hard to just throw that away. Uh, so you tell me, what do you what what is your gut tell you? That you are you going with Bob and saying this is it, it's Jordan Love's time and that they're definitely going to get uh, move on from him? Or do you think there's still a decision to be made? I think they, I think they're going to move on. You know, there's probably still conversations to have. Um, see what Aaron Rodgers says out of his darkness retreat. I, I'm sure they want to have those conversations, try to keep an open mind. But yeah, they they saw Jordan Love day in and day out. They saw Aaron Rodgers day in and day out. I think that the, the, another part of this too is there's a market for Aaron Rodgers. Are you going to get what three firsts like you could have gotten in the past? No, but a first round pick and some change. You could get that. I mean, Woody Johnson, Mark Davis, there's going to be a desperate owner out there willing to take on the contract, give you a premium pick. I think when you kind of add it all up, the right, you know, the right business decision right now is to stick with the player you drafted. Look, this side of Tom Brady, nobody performs well at this age. It's just, you fall off a cliff. It happens with all of these quarterbacks. So, I think even Green Bay knows they'd be kidding themselves if they think they can get an MVP season out of Aaron Rodgers at this point. I uh, The only thing that I keep thinking in the back of my mind was the last time that everybody doubted Aaron Rodgers, he ended up with back-to-back MVPs. You know what I mean? Devontae Adams. Can you, can you yep. trade for Devontae Adams? <laughs> right. I, good, good, good point. Uh, I, I don't know if Christian Watson's going to develop into something like that or if you go out and find yourself another wideout. Yeah. But regardless of what happens, this team needs more wide receiver help. So whether it's Jordan Love under center or Aaron Rodgers, this team needs another uh, cat or two that's capable of catching the football without a doubt. Right. Maybe it's uh, okay, Aaron. You know, let's uh, – 
Take about twenty, thirty million off of that fifty-nine. We'll use that to go get DeAndre Hopkins. I wonder how that conversation would go. Right. But that's part. They they don't have the money. They don't, they they can't go out and get that guy. Yep. Yep. No, I I completely agree with you, man. Tyler, always good to catch up. We'll look forward to more stuff. And anything else that Bob has to say, we'll certainly be paying attention to. And then once all of this plays out, we'll get you back on, okay? Hey, and anytime, man. And we'll definitely be talking with Bob again uh, here on that podcast, too. So thank you to everybody out there who has subscribed. It, it means a lot. Great stuff. Thanks, Tyler. Talk to you soon, buddy. There you go. Tyler Dunn of GoLongTD.com. You can read the stuff there. You can watch the podcast. He's got a piece coming out on Jordan Love, so uh, get ready for that as well. You know what's funny is people say, oh, God, tell me the last time Rodgers had a decent game. In the postseason. Okay. Uh, let's go back to 2021, uh, January 16th, uh, against the Rams at Lambeau Field. He blew him out. Quarterback rating of 108, threw a couple of touchdowns, had a really good game. Opening drive stalled, a couple of Equinemia St. Brown drops, if you remember, on that opening drive. Otherwise, they'd have won by even more. But they ended up uh, they ended up beating the hell out of the uh, the Rams 32-18. Rodgers had a one-yard uh, had, had run. And uh, ended up scoring. He had uh, two touchdown passes and a running touchdown in that ball game. Devonte Adams caught a uh, one-yard pass from Rodgers, drove him down in a, uh, an eleven, an eleven-player, fourteen-play drive in seven, almost eight minutes. I'm just trying to go through my notes here from that game. So he had a hell of a game. Lazard caught that fifty-eight-yard pass down the sideline, which put him up thirty-two eighteen. Pretty much, you know, that was pretty much the game at that point. That was in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I mean, you can go on from there. They drove the ball on a six-play, 75-yard drive. Aaron Jones plunging it in in the third quarter to put him up from uh, 19 to 10 to 25 to 10. So anything else you want to say? Bring it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I don't mind change and moving on. I understand that. I completely get it. But, <laughs> and I have been one of the biggest critics of Rodgers in a lot of areas, but I'm not trashing a guy. I'm looking at things in a reality. It, it takes so many moving parts to have a successful team. It just does. And I'm just not going to sit here and just trash the guy just to trash him. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got more to get to. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Kemp's. Go to Kemp's.com. Kemp's.com, they're looking for good people right now. CDL drivers, they're also up with Class A CDL drivers. Uh, they've got production people they need, cooler employees, maintenance technicians. They're starting you at $23 an hour plus plus, okay? $23 an hour plus. They've got sign-on bonuses. They've got good 401K. They've got great benefits. If you're looking for a career with a company based right here in Wisconsin, Cedarburg, Wisconsin, they're looking for you. They need help right now. That's what you need to do is go to Kemp's.com, and then at the bottom of the page it says Careers. Click on it, fill it out, get your name in there, and who knows, maybe 2023 is the start of something beautiful between you and a company that's been around since 1914. Kemp's, Kemps.com. Click on Careers at the bottom of the page, and you are good to go. If you're a CDL driver, you want to do production, maintenance engineer, uh, cooler service technicians, all that kind of stuff. They need you, and they need you like yesterday. So, again, Kemp's.com. Go to the bottom of the page. Click on Careers. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
there are some people that I just don't get. Um, I'm I'm reading over on the Bud Light live stream. If you're following, you're probably seeing a lot of this. I, wow. If you're a hater, just say I'm <laughs> right. If you're a hater, just say you're a hater and you just hate Rogers and move on. But some of the you you'll come up with these things. And I'll refute it, and then you'll go, well, yeah, but this. Yeah, but that. So the question was, when was the last playoff game Rodgers actually had that was good? So I said, okay, it was a couple years ago. And the guy went, well, it hasn't done anything since. Well, they've only played in one. (laughs) You're an idiot. They've only had one. They didn't have a good season last year. Okay? Take 2022 out of the mix. They didn't have a good season. I agree with you. But the, the playoff game against San Francisco was garbage. I admit that. We've all talked about that. The offense stunk. The line stunk. Mercedes Lewis fumbling stunk. And the special teams were just absolutely atrocious. Okay? The game prior to that was the Tampa Bay game for the NFC Championship game. Okay, we remember that. The week prior to that, he had a great game. And then they say, well, that doesn't matter because he hasn't thrown for 300 yards. Okay, but I still, they've won games. Who says you have to throw for 300 yards to consistently win games? They they did it in the latter portion of the season. He didn't throw for 300 yards, and they were winning games. It's just, it, it you know, it's just like, wow. Just, wow. I, I, I look at some of the arguments and the excuses, and it's just, it's mind-boggling. And again, I have been a person that has been critical of Aaron Rodgers at times. I, I know that, you know, I've been trying to, I try to look at things in a fair prism, but some of you just trash the guy to trash the guy, you know? Um, then uh, I get the, the, well, Jordan loves passed the eye test because he threw nine passes against a, a soft defense. Oh, by the way, Jeffrey says that wasn't against a prevent defense. Yeah, it was. And Jordan love said it after the game. Bill, I think you're missing the point of the eye test. The The okay, beauty of it is that you cannot refute what someone says is the eye test. Correct. Because okay. it's completely subjective. I thought he looked better. I, I don't disagree with that. But people act like he's Johnny Unitas walking onto the field because he threw, you know, nine passes for completions against uh, against um, the, the, the Eagles. Okay, he threw the ball better. I also remember, you know, like John says, the throws were great. Okay. First of all, they're not great. They were on the, on the money throws, but they were not great throws. But do you? I also remember Kansas City. I also remember Detroit. You know, I I just, I think this whole thing about this this Jordan Love coming in, I hope he's the real deal. I hope he is. Because I think a lot of you Packers fans don't remember what it's like to lose and lose consistently and be on the search for a quarterback. You know, you, you may go back to like Mikowski. And then prior to that, you look at like Lynn Dickey. But what you see is the reality of if you, if you commit to a quarterback, you're committing to a quarterback until the very end. Until the very end. So... I, you know, and I understand that. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Jordan Love's terrible. I didn't like him coming out of college. He didn't show me a, a lot coming out of college. Maybe he's developed into a really good quarterback with a lot of knowledge behind Aaron Rodgers. You certainly hope so. But I guarantee you all the Jordan Love love right now over the Philadelphia game when you've got a team that's scheming for him, planning for him, disguising things for him. And when it, it's just like everybody said, don't worry, the Packers are fine. They're undefeated without Devontae. Those same people, you couldn't find them. You can't, you to this day, none of them, nobody ever said that. To this day. Suddenly the Packers came out, they looked ordinary, their wide receiving core wasn't great, and all the people that said, no problem. Do you see their record without Devontae? It's no big deal. And then suddenly those people were, I never said that. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I must have been drunk. Somebody hacked my account. It's like, come on. The same people, man, once you start scheming for Jordan Love and he's seeing def- defenses that are specifically for him, designed for him, you better hope. You better hope that he's the real deal. That's all I'm saying. Now, when it comes to Rodgers, I'm not saying you have to run it back. All I'm saying is is that, one, I don't think they're as far away as everybody thinks they are because everybody wants to point the finger and say they're, they're a terrible football team. They need some help offensively. They need a tight end. They need another wide out. They need a little depth up front, defensively speaking. That's it. That's it. So we'll see. Ryan says uh, teams are pretty good at scheming against Rodgers, though, so what does it matter at this point? They're successful. uh, Well, that doesn't make any sense. Rodgers gives you a better shot at winning. You know what the track record is with Rodgers. It's just like when I answered your question, Ryan, suddenly you went away because you said, when was the last time he actually had a good playoff game? I answered you a couple of years ago. They weren't in the playoffs this past year. In the, in the year prior, they only played one. So I gave you your answer. You completely ignored it. Uh, Michael says, with little to no money to do that. You're right. You're right. So in other words, just throw your hands in the air. You don't have money anyway, so then move on. That I can understand. That I can fully understand. Like, if you just don't think that you have the ability to run it back, then just just go ahead and move on. My point is, and I've said it all along, and if you don't understand the words, maybe you don't understand English, and I've said this for a long time. If you think you can run it back and you have a pretty good football team, a couple of draft choices can make the difference, and Rodgers is fully committed, then heart-wise, you would run that back. But the logic, and I've said it, Ben, how many times have I said the logic will tell you it's time to move on? How many times have I said that? Many. I'm not counting, many. I must say. Many. I, right. I, but many times. It's not like I'm proponing, uh, being a proponent of that you have to run it back with Rodgers. What I'm saying is, is I'm looking at things in reality and you don't like it. It's pissing you off. Well, cry a river. Okay? If they feel that Rodgers wants to come back, he's 100% committed, that they feel they can do this thing one more time with Aaron Rodgers to take a shot at it for legacy, they'll probably do it. Unless they feel like Rodgers isn't committed and they just physically don't have the ability to beat other teams, to win games, to scheme games, to do things different this season that would put them on top of the division and or on top into the postseason, then they won't do it. But I'm just, I'm giving you the reality of what it is. And you don't want to hear it. You want to argue with me about it. That's fine. But don't get so bent out of shape because I can, for everything you give me, I can come right back at you and say, well, here you go. And then you just walk away. You're oh, okay. You're like a little kid. 
I can look at both sides of things and say, you're right. I get it. I understand that. But I'm not going to trash the guy just to trash him to make you have make you feel better about your point to move on. That's not what this is. I have trashed Rodgers a lot. I think he's arrogant. I think he's condescending. I think he should have been in there last year working with the young guys. I think he took off the offseason. I think he looked slow. I think he looked old. I think Father Time looked like he grabbed him around the ankles a little bit. I thought he could have been more committive. I think he's put himself on a pedestal and looks down on everybody. But I also think that he's an incredibly talented quarterback. And the last time you doubted him, he came back and kicked everybody's ass and said, look, I can still get it done. He has lived on people doubting him his entire career. And just when you think he's down and out, he comes back and kicks your ass. And the one thing I don't want to see is Rodgers riding off on another team and taking them to a Super Bowl and then all of you that are complaining now saying, I can't believe that Packers management couldn't have worked things out, couldn't have done this right, couldn't have brought him back, couldn't have brought in another wide receiver or two for him to do that here. Because if he goes somewhere else and hoists the Lombardi Trophy or puts that team in a Super Bowl, you'll be right back here on this stream, on this show, calling the program, bitching, whining, moaning, and screaming, and especially if Jordan Love looks like crap. Because I can see it coming, like a train down the tracks. And all I'm saying is live in reality as to what could be, should be, could be, as opposed to trashing everybody to make your point and then cowering away scantily after the point is is just destroyed. That's all I'm saying. And if he goes somewhere else and he looks terrible, then they made the right decision and we'll all say, you know what, it was time to move on. Logic told you that and you could see it coming. But all I'm saying is, is that every time that this guy gets doubted, he comes back and he kicks your ass. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Good to have you on board. Uh, great point by made by Mark, who says we're reaching all of us because we're mad over the eight and nine season, which is true, which is true. If, if Rodgers would have had a season that, um, you know, if Rodgers would have had a season that was really solid, but they lost because, because say, you know, of scheme or what have you when it comes to defense, uh, something like that, then it's it's it would be probably a different argument. You know, it's it's like. You know, I, I read, uh, you know, Chris says, Rodgers isn't winning another Super Bowl, period. doesn't matter who he plays for. He doesn't have the mentality to take what the defense gives him. He locks on the receivers. He either refuses to throw. And, and, no, I've agreed with that. There have been times where you've been able to read that uh, as to what Rodgers has done, and it, it happens. Um, which is why, again, I talk about being now. Now, Chris, here's the thing. If he goes to another team, he doesn't have a choice but to find guys that are open. You know? So if he does go to another team, it wouldn't surprise me if he throws himself 100% into it and does anything and everything he can to prove everybody wrong. Again, this guy has lived on, on people doubting him his entire career. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. The Bud Light live stream is lively today, man. Comments flying in. Got a lot to, a lot to discuss. Hang in there. We'll be back right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. 
Listen, rate, subscribe.